0: It was a good episode. That was listenable. Yeah. I, uh, it was not. It wasn't. That
1: I mean, they're all listenable. <laughs> okay.
0: Welcome to Namely Nineties, wow. The podcast that takes you, Take back you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at namely 90scom or on Twitter and Instagram at namely nineties with a nine zero S. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at namely com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com and, uh, sla- sorry, what the? sorry. I'm having, I'm having some problems over here. Things are falling apart. Head on over to patreon.com namely nineties and
1: <laughs> join the one of our support levels.
0: Sorry about that. Yeah, some sort of random chord just fell. I don't even know where it came from.
1: Uh, I didn't even hear that. And I guess I should be looking at the video too. God, bum, of. You're experiencing technical difficulties on <laughs> Namely 90s. And we're back. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry about that. So, what's new? uh i don't know i mean we've been recording weekly and the week like the week of so there's not there's not a lot new Mm um yeah did i did i mention the covid scare last week i think i was in the middle of it when when i don't think you mentioned it oh well uh our uh one of my my softball coach uh she tested positive for covid uh after or she re- she received a positive test after our game on tuesday and so like we got an email like an hour hour later it was like oh hey i just got tested positive for covid i was just doing it as a preemptive thing because i was going to head out of town this weekend and she's like uh and also i noticed i couldn't taste the donut that i had after the game and it's just like oh oh dear but uh you know um it's outdoors uh even though we spent like two hours together i don't think there was much swapping of shared air or however medical uh disease spreading works um so, <laughs> medical disease spreading <laughs> yeah but uh yeah the, uh, i texted my boss in the morning and they're like yeah just take the next three days off so i would like 5 days of just self quarantining and and you know i i don't have it so that's good um you know you I, get
0: the covid directly into the wine bottle
1: yeah uh well um my since it's such a small operation up there they they've not had the time to to get whammied by the vaccine so uh i i try to take as much precaution as i can with them because they they are not yet among the vaccinated uh my coworkers because it's just there's just three of us. But uh I and had the luxury of uh not working for <laughs> during quarantine, so I was able to get shot up as soon as possible. Um uh, but yeah.
0: wow. Yeah, well, I'm glad you don't have it. Uh yeah
1: I, I'm happy happy I don't have it either because uh my my softball coach she was fully vaxxed and still got Experienced all the symptoms and was sick for about a week. Yeah. But
0: that maybe she would have died if she hadn't had
1: right. it. Right. It wasn't as serious, but uh, she was just like, she was bumming on the fact that, you know, her taste went away for a few days. And um, You know, mine still was, hasn't
0: been normal since October of last year, and I didn't have COVID. I don't know what's going on with that.
1: That's so weird. Or maybe it's just like growing up, your taste buds change.
0: I think my body is rejecting Spokane. I think that's what it is. That's, Speaking of people dying, uh, that's a good segue. Uh, an Illinois man just died from rabies. The first such death, a human dying from rabies in Illinois since the 1950s.
1: Wow. That's he impressive.
0: Did not get his post exposure prophylaxis Was shots he and died.
1: Prophylactic.
0: I know it seems silly that it's called post exposure prophylaxis because prophylaxis is preemptive but if it's after exposure how is that possible but yeah basically you can get a series of expensive and painful shots after being bitten by something but I guess he woke up from sleeping and the bat was on his neck and he was just like nah I'm not gonna get the shots and then he died because you just die when you get rabies
1: did we did we make sure to stake out his grave afterwards no pun intended to make sure (laughs) he didn't rise the next day yeah he didn't rise with
0: a with a banner that said my body my choice
1: (laughs) Right. <laughs> I was thinking more of a vampire route, but uh, that that also works. Look, he's uh, heading
0: toward that medical freedom rally. I,
1: yeah. I, <laughs> uh, rabies is a hard way to go. Not, you don't want water and. Uh, yeah. Why? why? Then someone shoots you. Wait, if no, you know you have way. rabies, why would you not get treated? Isn't that Stephen King movie? Um, no, that's a
0: yeller. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> i don't know Uh, i haven't seen old yeller i kill a lot of dogs (laughs) just say uh, legally as a veterinarian i have a license (laughs) to kill dogs kujo humane purposes
1: speaking of things things you haven't seen uh just yesterday sunday um which is in the future for us but um Mm. yesterday for our listeners if you're listening to this on the monday that come at this episode comes out which thank you for for doing that we very much appreciate your Mm, day one downloads um Legends of the Hidden Temple has come back, and I'm pretty sure you didn't watch this as a kid, did you?
0: No, I have no recollection of this show whatsoever. But... Oh,
1: That's that's painful because uh, it was a Nickelodeon game show um, in the early 90s where uh, I remember it vividly. There are like five or six different teams, like the Blue Barracudas and the, the, the Pink Parrots and all... all it, mm uh silver <coughs> lizards or something like that um but it was it was a game show that that both it was for kids but like kids our age and a little bit older um where you would answer like trivia questions and then you would have to go into uh the temple olmec's temple um olmec being a i want to say they based off of some sort of like aztec or mayan um Statue like light
0: cultural appropriation,
1: yeah, uh, which now in 2021 seems a little odd that they're bringing it back in the reboot, but uh, it's just a giant stone face that's talking. Um, and he's the one that usually gives the questions. And then the temple, uh, you go in, and (laughs) I should have sent you a video of kids trying to get through the temple. It's uh, there's different rooms that you can go into, and if you've answered questions correctly, you have like, um what was the some sort of amulet that protects you from the temple guards which are definitely dressed like aztecs <laughs> oh <laughs> dear uh I, i'm not sure if they were called aztec temple guards um but they they that that same garb you know um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. highly uh, but, offensive but yes uh so <laughs> Uh, but the biggest thing p- the kids always had trouble on was there was a room uh, of the silver monkey where there were just like it was three pieces to a monkey statue and there was a pole in the center that you just you slammed it down on but the kids just could not like get the middle torso the right way on the stupid statue and they'd always lose there i think i um, remember the
0: monkey i think i remember the monkey
1: right the silver monkey yeah um we we may have, i may have shown you clips of this before but um yeah and it 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 was like that and double dare and there was a video game one that was cool but there was a lot of like live action nickelodeon towards the start of the early 90s before Nicktoons Mm. took over and um yeah it's just it was entertaining as a kid but (laughs) sorry i've been talking so long about this the reboot came out and it's now on the cw and it's for our age group. Um, right. Uh, it's like, like young Gen Xers and middle millennials to old millennials. And it's, I sent you a trailer for it. You, 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 I think you just watched it. Um, I did. You had some thoughts.
0: Uh, well, let's just first of all let everyone know what CW means it means completely. Worthless. Just saying. Uh, um,
1: they 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 did a good job with the DC Arrowverse shows. Uh,
0: um, the guy is named Omac, but all I could hear was the Washington town of Omac, which is
1: it's, some sort
0: of crap hole. Up I thought it north was somewhere.
1: O L M E C. Ole
0: MacDonald had a farm. Yeah. E-I- exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think the thing is, I, I feel like when they have like the um, the questionnaire for people who need on the show. Mm. The first question that's on there is, do you look like a complete douche? (laughs) And (laughs) if they answer yes to that, they immediately cast them. That's what I, then again, that might just be people our age. Yes. Honestly,
1: like all millennial, uh, all millennials trying to recapture their early childhood.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Which is exactly the point of this podcast. So you're
0: welcome, yes, sir.
1: Um, Yeah, they they've brought back the original voice of Olmec, who is uh, strangely enough, it's uh, D. Bradley Baker, who's uh, a well-known voice actor. He's uh, I'm pretty sure he's all the clones in the Star Wars, like Clone Wars and uh, Bad Batch, and Jango. Well, now Fett, I need to know Boba Fett.
0: What he has done?
1: Yeah, uh, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a very long list. Filmography. Wait. Let us know.
0: Filmography. Oh my gosh.
1: It's very very long.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, D. D. Bradley Baker. What What do you got for us?
0: I can't even look at. Oh my gosh! Feature films. Space Jam.
1: Space Jam.
0: Um, SpongeBob SquarePants movie, <laughs> Star Wars The Clone Wars, of course.
1: Mm. Oh, you're not even looking at his TV credits yet.
0: Not yet. I'm going through feature films, direct to video. No, thank you. Oh, oh, television. What do you got for us? Uh, apparently, a hard time at searching Wikipedia. I don't know. I can't find
1: Clone it. Wars, the Bad Badge. Um anyway, he's been he's done a lot. Yeah. He's he is He was also he was in the Mandalorian, I think. They got him in. Oh yeah. Or no, did did they? Yeah. Um
0: But of course his biggest credit is this show, Legends of the Hidden Temple. You're yeah. Right, it is Olmec. O L M E C.
1: Yes. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa, Johnny Bravo, Dex's uh, Laboratory.
0: Um, oh, he hosted, he was the announcer and co-host or Shop Till You Drop. Ooh,
1: Angry Beavers, Wild Thornberries, Powerpuff Girls, uh, SpongeBob, like we already said, as told by Ginger. Uh, Harvey, he was Johnny Quest in the Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law series. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, he has a very long An
0: illustrious career as a voice actor.
1: Yes. Avatar the Last Airbender, he was Appa, which I believe was the bison the, that they rode on. Giant buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's Klaus on American Dad. That's right. Oh, the fish. Good to know. Yeah. Anyway, uh they brought him back and uh it looks like so it feels like survivor took elements from American gladiator. Okay. Kind of American gladiator definitely took el or, um, sorry. Legends of the hidden temple definitely took elements from American gladiator comma. Sur- <laughs> it looks like survivor took elements from, from legends of the hidden temple. And, yeah. Um, and now the reboot, it looks like they've leaned on survivor a little bit more and they've taken, cause like they're, they're they had to cross a moat and a boogie board um, <laughs> like, they really did it, um and it's it's interesting to see how much physical ex- uh, exertion uh these people have to do just to just to answer some questions and win a prize um
0: the prize is like a 10 dollar uber gift card i'm sorry yeah. uber
1: eats uber eats yeah um but, you know, uh, Namely 90s team, who knows? Team Namely 90s, I'm about to start to paint my face. Yeah, we, uh, we, we didn't sink when we were in the pool while you were here. Yeah. <laughs> I need to use, what,
0: what I need to do is paint my face and then use, like, two entire cans of hairspray. And then I can be on the show. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well,
1: if, if I remember correctly, for the temple, only one person has to go in. And the other person can just, like, shout what you, they need to do. So, I'll
0: do the shouting unless they have an a d a accessible uh
1: there temple. Was, did you not see the the ramp slash slide that they went down oh mm-hmm. no i did mm-hmm. I did see yeah. that actually,
0: yeah, honestly, at times the inside of that temple looked like just like a bad apartment building to <laughs> run down it kind of
1: it kind of did even in the, in the original version. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh gosh well anyway yeah uh shall you tell us about october of 1991
1: then Um, let's do it travel back with me listeners to october of 1991 i did it with so much ease this week last week was so hard i don't know why on the fourth the san jose sharks play their inaugural game and lose four to three to Vancouver
0: hey interestingly the Seattle Kraken are playing their very first game against not the Vancouver Canucks oh, <laughs> I
1: really? thought they
0: were their first home game is the Canucks their All first right. is it Vegas it might be Vegas yes I, I heard
1: Vegas. Vegas yes yeah
0: Vegas well, baby what day is
1: that on I need to set the my 12
0: oh Ooh, and tonight currently as we speak as we record. The return of CSI Vegas.
1: Ooh, I'm taking you away from that. Nice segue. I record it. I DVR'd it. Oh good. On um, the sixth, Elizabeth Taylor, 59, marries for the f- for the blank time to construction worker Larry Fortuneski. Andrew, can you tell me uh, Elizabeth Taylor, what marriage was she on uh, to What's his face? Larry.: Uh, five.: Five. Uh let me see, because I forgot to write it down because I sent it to you.: Perfect. Uh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, this is her final marriage, and this is number seven.
0: Oh, I was seven was my original guess.
1: Ooh, should have gone for it.
0: Is that it was that Liz Taylor White Diamonds perfume. That's what did it for.
1: (laughs) That's how she she drew in seven men. Mm -hmm. Um, Smells nice and cheap. (laughs) Speaking of the seventh or seven on the seventh 70s child star Adam Rich is arrested for stealing hypodermics like needles. I assume needles. It just said hypodermics. You know who Adam Rich is. No, I do not. Uh, He was the actor uh, noted for his role in the TV series eight is enough. He was the youngest Mm. son, Nicholas Bradford.
0: I don't know why that reminded me. I think it's like, because the whole, like the rumors of needles and stuff being found in kids. Halloween candy.
1: Oh yeah. Is this whole thing about,
0: (laughs) You have to watch out for these THC laced products that people are giving your kids. Yes. Because people who purchase or make (laughs) edibles are just handing them out to children and not using them for themselves.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They're going to spend the money uh, (laughs) and then just pass them out to small children. uh, And I can assure
0: you your children are not getting any edibles. Unless someone was so high that they got the edibles mixed up, in which case the edible wouldn't even, I mean, yes, your child would be very stoned, but then they would just be fine.
1: Yeah, uh, it's like or or they they put it through all the efforts to create the edible and then just gave it away to children. That exactly.
0: No. It's the same people who put like dirty needles in the movie theater.
1: Ah uh, yes, or the razor blades, in the apples. Um, mm-hmm. although I think that did actually happen once. Uh, yeah. speaking of things that aren't right on the 11th televangelist (laughs) jimmy Swaggert is seen soliciting a prostitute Mm. and i'm not saying sex work is wrong i'm saying being a televangelist is wrong
0: being a fuck oh sorry (laughs) Uh, being a (laughs) hypocrite sorry i'll say that again you can just bleep me if you want or
1: just (laughs) skip that (laughs) what did you say i said being a televangelist is wrong
0: (laughs) yeah being i I said, yeah, being an effing hypocrite is what's the wrong part of that.
1: Uh, oh, yes. Was uh, it a it,
0: male prostitute? Just need to make sure.
1: I do not have the answer. Probably. To that. Frankly, uh, probably. On the, That was the prostitute's name. Frankly, probably. <laughs> Definitely, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> probably. On the 11th, law professor Anita Hill testifies that the Supreme Court Judge Dominee, Clarence Thomas, sexually harassed her
0: and maintained calendars from 25 years prior. Wait, no, that was the other guy
1: uh, just put, put beers and in, calendars, put a pin in it for two minutes or two, two more bullet points. And we'll get right back to that on the 12th. <laughs> Steven Spielberg marries Kate Capshaw <laughs> <laughs> on the 11th U S hostage. Jesse Turner is released from Beirut after five <laughs> years. And on the 23rd, Clarence <laughs> Thomas is sworn in as a Supreme Court justice. It's
0: almost like there's a pattern developing in this country.
1: <laughs> right? During under, I mean, I think Bush was still uh, in office at that point, was he? Oh, man. Or um, did Clinton just get sworn in?
0: Clinton was 92.
1: 92. Yeah. So Bush was finishing up Herbert Walker. George uh, H.W. Yeah. Also on the third, 23rd, Jack Kevorkian, euthanize, youth, sorry, I wrote it, Jack Kevorkian, <laughs> euthanasia's two women. <laughs> uh,
0: oh my gosh, I saw that, I laughed so hard
1: originally. <laughs> yeah, that's a verb. On the 24th, Gene Roddenberry, creator of Star Trek, passes away. Rip Gene. On the 27th, Minnesota Twins win their second World Series since moving to Minnesota, uh, 1-0 in the 10th inning of Game 7. And TV ending <laughs> in October of 1991 uh, is the on the 5th, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. What? And on the... Sorry?
0: The, the real Ghostbusters the cartoon
1: yes Uh, a popular 80s cartoon of the ghostbusters the (laughs) new adventures
0: of the real ghostbusters no
1: cartoon Uh, i think they did have another there was another I, i just saw extreme ghostbusters uh under d bradley baker's credits uh on the 26th also a cartoon captain n the game master Remember Captain N the game <laughs> new <Nah, no. laughs> uh that's n for uh, Nintendo, I believe um, in the box office on the fourth, the man in the moon uh, on the 18th, my own private Idaho, and on the 23rd house party two uh I actually met star of house Party one um uh, co-star to tom hanks um i don't even remember his name i want to say william zadka but that's that that I've, i would remember sharing sure. him house party movie i don't remember the guy who's he was like he was very like oh no i'm not even thinking of the right film never mind oh good <laughs> house party is a uh film from hip-hop duo kids in play my bad maybe it was frat party i don't remember wasn't a good story anyways on the billboard charts number one for october 1991 uh for the first week we have good vibrations by marky mark and the funky bunch followed by emotions by mariah carey for the rest of the month and for the second week in 1991 the billboard charts continuing at number six, we have something to talk about by Bonnie Raitt. Do you remember that song? I do. You want to you give us a little?
0: I will not do that
1: for you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, number 13, real, real, real by Jesus Holmes. I was just going to say it like that. If you didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at me stealing Andrew's jokes. Uh, number 14, shiny, happy people by R.E.M., Number 16, Enter Sandman by Metallica. Number 20, OPP by Naughty by Nature. And number 23, uh, parenthesis, everything I do, close parenthesis, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. And now back to the show. Uh, since it's October, we are doing the whole spooky month leading up to Podcast of Horror 2 coming out on November 1st. Uh, it's gonna
0: be spooktacular
1: it's going to be a witching good time <laughs> uh, I, I don't think we've teased what it is yet we're gonna be watching Hocus Pocus um, mm-hmm. and bringing on our guest uh, Janelle Reisner um, and yeah we'll, we'll be discussing more about this in the future and uh, you know in the episode but for this week I wanted to ask you Andrew uh, what was your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh. Oh, going back to the 90s. So I
0: thoroughly enjoy, I guess it's going to I enjoyed almond joy Oh, or mounds, anything with coconut. I'm a big coconut and chocolate
1: guy. Even as a kid. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Um, yeah. Anytime I get chocolates or there's chocolates somewhere, I always am trying to seek out the um, coconut filled one. Mm-hmm. Really big fan of those. I feel like there's more than that. Tell
1: me yours. Uh, For me, I I really enjoyed the Mr. Good bars.
0: Ooh, yeah. Because
1: like those were the peanuts and the chocolate and it was the Hershey's chocolate, which as a kid, you don't know anything better than Hershey's chocolate. It's like milk chocolate and peanuts and that's always good. Um, And what else? Uh, I... Yeah, uh, and then the 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 best thing was the the houses that would just give out full size candy bars.
0: I will have you know, we currently have 120 full size candy bars Excellent. sitting in our house. Excellent, well done. Uh, um, here's a better question: What was your least favorite Halloween candy?
1: <laughs> Ooh, and you'll find the answer to that next week on Namely Nineties. So, uh, anywhere you want to go?
0: wow such a plethora of topics to discuss i
1: know right Uh, um i i mean i I thought (laughs) i thought we should talk about good vibrations by marky mark and the funky bunch or just the fact that marky mark and the funky bunch existed like it's so odd to me that one mark Wahlberg was a sex symbol two He was shirtless in a boy band for like the late 80s, early 90s. And three, he and his brothers now own a burger chain called Wall Burgers. I knew about
0: that. That's a- like and a reality um, show, I think. Joey Fatone owns Fat Ones, <laughs> which is a hot dog place. Uh, but ew. it's his name, and, and hot dogs are fat. Fat Ones, Fatones, get it?
1: Yeah, just do you really want a fat sausage? Like <laughs> is, that, is that is that what they were going for with that?
0: I don't know. Uh Wahlbergers. No, that is really funny. That dude's super short.
1: He is. Um he's like Tom Cruise. He has to stand on milk crates in every scene.
0: But I always thought of him as a legitimate actor, and I didn't always know that he was like from some crappy boy band.
1: Exactly. Like I
0: always heard Marky Mark, but I didn't know that was him until maybe a few years ago. Uh,
1: I ten mean, ten years. I don't know. Like that. I probably knew that in high school, but still, it was. It's just. It's strange that it's like we've only known him if, as like an actor, <laughs> an actor, right. or, or like the guy from the SNL skit where he's like say hello to your mother for me. Um, which Andy Sandberg pretended to be, him. and
0: that's like a pretty famous song,
1: right? Or is uh, that a cover
0: good, of the original song? N-
1: no, it's the one you're thinking of. It's like, oh, okay, like I don't know who's, I don't know if they're even singing that, they're just like dancing to someone else singing. Good, <laughs> it's, it's not the, the
0: best vibrations, it,
1: it, it's not the, it's not the like 60s song where it's like good, 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 good vibrations. It's the, um, that's i don't i don't want to do this um, i know it i know
0: do, the sound. Do, do, okay that is horrible but i know yep. exactly
1: what you're getting <laughs> yeah you have the you have the thing in your head it's i don't, uh, I don't know how to turn that such into a audio. sweet
0: sensation <laughs>
1: uh but yeah um it's a catchy song I never I didn't I never realized that was them until like you said like a few years ago well probably 10 years ago at this point but feels like it was just a few years ago
0: just a few years
1: Uh, where's the time gone Um, speaking of time going space the final frontier these are the voyages of Starship Enterprise it's ongoing mission to seek out new life and new civilizations to Build to go where no man has gone before. Oh, Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. I, I only know of Gene Roddenberry, not because of Star Trek, believe it or not.
1: Oh, uh, Babylon five. <laughs> no, the other, uh, Andro- mm, the other one. Andromeda.
0: And drop. The other one. What uh, was what, what was the one that was on like Kevin Sorbo, c- right? CW or what? No. no Gene Roddenberry I'm pretty sure it was Andromeda uh, I gotta look it up now I'm so sorry with
1: with uh, Kevin Sorbo as a captain and I don't um, really know what a
0: Kevin Sorbo is
1: Hercules uh, and the the ship had like a human pilot thing it's actually very far escapey
0: I gotta look it up I'm so sorry
1: no worries. I will just uh Andromeda was cool. I liked uh I don't know if it was actually Gene Roddenberry or not at this point, but they had a slipstream drive and um the the girl Rami, she she married Michael Shanks, who played Daniel in um Stargate SG one. I think she was on the show as a doctor or something at some point. Yeah, I think it was Andromeda. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh Kevin Sorbo wearing like his best Han Solo looking outfit. <laughs> Um. well I guess it was more Dash Rendar but Dash Rendar is a clone of Han Solo anyway he's not actually a clone of Han Solo they cloned the robe because they would set like, you know what tune in it was to our the, episode was the drama that with, the one
0: with, with that weird like blue chick
1: that was Farscape well they were I mean Farscape had a blue chick had two blue chicks actually I don't remember if Andromeda did or not. Um, hmm. But. Yeah. Um, well,
0: I have no idea. I don't know. I can't remember what I think. Of. I don't know. What am I thinking of? Harscape. No. Maybe.
1: I don't think there was a blue. There was a it pink. It was in Andromeda. There was a pink chick in Andromeda.
0: That might have been what it was.
1: Yeah. The blue The blue chick. There's There's two blue chicks in um the sci-fi original series, Farscape, which is the far superior show. Bite me. Um, <laughs> I
0: don't care enough. <laughs> don't <worry.
1: laughs> I, I, was, I was more talking to the rabid fan base of Andromeda out there. But oh, Alexa doing 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 doing. <laughs> doing. Uh, she's the one that married Michael Shanks. And she played Rami. Thank you for
0: attending the doing Shanks. wedding.
1: But, you know, I, 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 I've mentioned probably. <laughs> a few times that just caught up with me. Uh <laughs> I I I enjoyed Star Trek. I um I mean I'm looking at my Blu-ray collection right now. I have the original series and next generation and all the movies on Blu-ray and yeah. Um it's the he had a vision for the future um but like back in the original the original series era like on television you, he star Trek, like those old episodes are, are very, they're allegories. You know, they're, they're using sci-fi to make comments on the culture at the time. They taught like there, there was an episode. You probably know about this. There's an episode where, um, this talks about race issues where there was a race of aliens. That was, uh, very on the nose, black on one half white on the other like but like painted painted black and white and they were racist against the uh their minority species on from the same planet or sister planet i don't remember that was white on one side black on the other so they were
0: so basically instead of being in full blackface (laughs) there were twice as many people in half blackface but at the end of the day there was just as much blackface going on.
1: Yes. I mean, it, it was like the sixties, wasn't it? It was white makeup on the, on the white side too. It wasn't like,
0: okay. that's
1: good. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it wasn't blackface. It was just I know. straight black. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh you know there was even an episode where space hippies uh invaded the enterprise so <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: space hippies i'll
1: i'll send you a, a link to that after the after the show um but yeah that was so it wow. got it got pretty bad at the end but um yeah as it usually does uh, it, and then it spawned decades worth of material and uh, i CBS All Access, not a sponsor, but there's, there's some good trek going on right now. So Track
0: yourself before you wreck yourself.
1: It's just interesting to see <laughs> his vision going as far as it did. You know, for being a TV producer that wrote a failed cop drama. <laughs> That's the thing people say, right? What's that? Track yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Uh, is that gonna be in the <laughs> naming nineties merch next to it? Should be. I I think I made that up. I don't know. We'll see. Tick out he talks one? out.
0: There was a there was another one I said the other time. Last time.
1: I've been I've been slowly uh, curating a list of of uh, stuff to Ticks put on Which
0: talks out.
1: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> any anywhere else you wanted to go for that?
0: This it's just that uh, there wasn't a lot i gotta
1: be honest i mean are you saying we don't have something to talk about but well, let's, so, let's
0: give them something to talk about
1: uh i'm curious what okay so captain n i i've seen i feel like i've seen episodes of captain n um but then i googled it before the show and watched an episode on youtube and i was like uh, i have no recollection of this i thought it was like I thought it was partnered with like the super Mario cartoons from like the late eighties, early nineties. Um, but yeah, can we talk about Steven Spielberg, marrying Kate Capshaw?
0: I don't know who that is. I mean, who Steven Spielberg is, but, <laughs> um, Kate Capshaw.
1: I'm pretty sure she was the woman that yelled Indie! every single, every five seconds in temple of doom. Uh, <laughs>
0: it doesn't, um, <laughs> Doesn't Family Guy do a joke on that?
1: Uh, I feel like it's, they did. It's been oh yeah, the uh, d- lady only here because director because uh, she's sleeping with director is the joke. Short round says, "Well, Stewie." has short round, also offensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that was who that is. Short round. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, that's that's his, that's his name in the movie. <laughs> it's yeah, Short. Round. The Chinese kid, I believe he's Chinese uh also another reason is the so temple of doom is a good movie minus the fact that one they got rid of um marion from the first movie because technically temple of doom is a prequel to raiders of the lost ark and mm-hmm. uh so uh they brought in kate Capshaw because she was dating steven spielberg at the time and well that's probably not why but that's what people like to joke And um, the the, they brought in a child sidekick named Short Round. Uh, and uh, between the two of them, the not uh, not 30 seconds passed without one of them screaming, Indy, or uh, Short Round going, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. (laughs) As the term, excuse me, I don't know why
0: I just thought of this, but. You have, you know, you have prequel and sequel. Yes. Has anyone just used the term requel to for things like Spider-Man, for example?
1: (laughs) Oh, like for the reboots. They just keep doing it. But again and again, or like Batman's origin story over and over again. And sorry, uh, he short round may have been Vietnamese. He was played by a by Vietnamese kid.
0: Also, doesn't it feel like every Daniel Craig Bond movie has been some kind of origin story, but not really.
1: They were in China, so I assume he was Chinese. Uh, sorry. Um, well, technically, from Casino Royale all the way up to No Time to Die, it's been a continuous story.
0: Right, but isn't it a continuous story, but it seems like a prequel.
1: Yes. I, I don't know if it's technically in the same, like universe or whatever, as the previous bonds, it's thoroughly um,
0: confusing.
1: Uh, I, I think I'm going to go see no time to die when it comes out on Friday, which I am was too last Friday.
0: Though. The only thing I'm, so the only thing, only thing I'm a little bit weird on is, is it Rami Malek? Am I saying Ra- it right? Ra- I believe it's Rami. So I've never actually watched a movie with him in it mm-hmm. or a show, but I know he's like a good actor. Cause he's, oh, a, yeah. he's like, yeah, Wow, all these the critically movie, acclaimed
1: things. Yeah, the
0: only movie I've seen him in is The Little Things with Denzel Washington and <laughs> okay. other guy, and it was bad, and he was really bad in that role. But I think it's because they cast the wrong person.
1: Uh, that's fair. Um, I, I, I think it's like he he's in Mr. Robot, which is supposed to be a great series for techie people or something, and uh, he was just
0: the least believable police detective I can see that ever on television. Denzel was good. The other guy was super weird. Cause he's always just super weird and stuff. Jared uh, Leto. I think it was that other guy, Ugh. but um, the movie was not. Yeah. Ugh. is right. But it wasn't that good. Hmm. And he was a bad choice. He,
1: he was Freddie Mercury in the 2018. <laughs> I know movie that one. But Like
0: the one movie I see him in
1: is the one he's bad. At. What was it called? The little things, the little things. It's I fairly would... new. It's oh, 2021. Year. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, wow. Uh, <laughs> he was also in 24 really uh, I assume as, yes he was as oh, Marcos yeah. Al
0: yeah I remember now
1: I don't remember what, what season that was
0: uh, that would have been later I think
1: okay so the one where it's like there's an Eastern middle Eastern family and they're trying to make them not look like terrorists because that's offensive in 2010 versus 2001.
0: Yeah. And the guy from uh, Harold and Kumar was on there too. Cal Penn.
1: Oh yeah. But then one of them actually turns out to, to have been radicalized. I thought,
0: yeah, but definitely it was not I Cal Penn, it, but oh, someone
1: was it not him?
0: Oh, it might've been actually. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. and then there's that one season with that one, um, middle eastern lady that has like the super deep voice like she just smoked like 18 packs of cigarettes
1: uh, it's been so long since i've seen 24 i need to watch it again. as soon as
0: i show you who that is after this you're gonna know. I,
1: uh, yeah absolutely um well did we make it through 1991
0: i think so thankfully it's uh,
1: over awesome <laughs> Well, uh, that's it for this week's edition of Namey 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namely 90s with a nine zero s, or find our personal accounts at BSchwitty and at Namely Andrew and tell us everything wrong that we said in this episode. <laughs> if you would like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely 90s. Also with a nine zero s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, namely 90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Mr. Robot, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we will catch you next time. and the great and powerful Oz. And what's that from?